We were the last ones to use this on Tuesday. Test, test, test. Good morning. Welcome to House of Power Outreach. I'm Pastor Tori, uh, Pastor Reed and I are senior pastors here at House of Power Outreach. And welcome. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so glad that you guys are joining us this morning. And we're just excited about what God is doing in our world today. And that's what we're going to be focusing on today is, is celebrating Jesus more than anything else and, and, and honoring him. So, uh, at our web- website at hopochurch.org, you can go there. Please pray over ministry. Uh, pray about joining a ministry. We, we are always in, in need and, and, and welcoming help. Uh, and go through those things and, and fill out an application, become a helper, server, worship person, uh, whatever whatever that God puts, has put on your heart to serve. We welcome that. As well as pray over all the ministries as well and our, our, our leaders. And, and just it's, it's such a blessing to be a part of what God is doing. And, and we are so forever grateful. Uh, there in our donate button, we welcome you to partner with us in ministry and, and reaching the world and telling the gospel and, and spreading the love of Christ. And, and we just uh, would love for you to be a part of that as God puts on your heart to do so, that, that God shall not be mocked whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. And, and we just know that, that God is so faithful, he's so good, and we just uh, believe that he is a, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, Hebrews eleven six. 6. So, so we're blessed to do that. So I'm going to pray over the service, and then we're going to jump right into the word this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for just our life, the air that we're breathing right now. We're in an attitude of thankfulness, and we're so grateful to be in your presence this morning. And we thank you, Lord God, as you move throughout this entire service, that you have authority over every word that comes out of my mouth, Lord. And I thank you for the blessings of God that overtakes us, that that begins to just uh, be that part of us, that second nature, that we wake up grateful to the King of Kings, grateful to the Lord of Lords and we are are blessed now lord god i thank you that you give us ears to hear that i decrease and you increase lord and we thank you according to daniel 10 and 12 that you heard us as we've prayed and we believe that we receive in jesus name amen amen well today we're going to be preaching about the power in praise praise is so powerful it it, it really I, I believe praise confuses the enemy more than anything else i'm big nature channel lover and just just love all the things and they always talk about in, in uh zebras as and lions that hunt zebras but if the zebras stick together the patterns all their stripes confuses the predator and I believe as the body of Christ, we've got to stick to this is the area we need to stick together on is our praise that 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 shouldn't be a, a theology argument of whether I praise God or not. Right. Because that's automatic. That's believer one on one handbook to give God the praise, give him glory, give him thanks, honor God with all of your heart, soul, mind and body. That's our that's our weapon. That's our greatest weapon. And that's what we're going to dive into. And it, it confuses the enemy. Any one of us that is out there on your job, whatever enter into a corporate praise with every believer and even if you can't find someone close to you just enter into praise anyway and those that are obedient in praise you enter into that confuses that predator confuses that enemy that god bless you i mean i better 
jump into the rest of this because I'm already excited about it. It's it's chain breaking deliverance. Pray, power and praise is it breaks chains. And so in Acts chapter 16 and verse 24 through 26, who having received such a charge, uh, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed. So even at the backdrop of this story, they were thrown in for just being believers and thrown in jail. <laughs> probably, not, not probably, definitely, for for the for the wrong reasons just done just out of just they, the people didn't like christians and didn't like uh them preaching but instead of getting offended and sitting angry they went to their weapon and they praised god they sang songs and 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 really what we need to do especially the body of christ is is not to be out there on the grounds and fighting another man's battle we need to be in there fighting the battle god has called us to and and showering this place with praise no one could lose everyone's chains no 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 uh judge they could have went through all the judge he never would have broke what what broke in those prisons where every man's bands were loosed they were free the only way we're going to have corporate freedom is to have corporate praise onto an almighty god the only way everything is going to be able to shake multiple things are going to be able to shake multiple things are going to be able to change multiple things that are designed for evil will change when we come together and corporately shake the walls with praise and god will break them and again, we, we can try to do it on our own and we'll be fighting for years and fighting for generations. We'll just be passing the fight on. But when we learn to fight in obedience, when we learn to fight in the purpose of God, we will begin to break chains that have been around forever. There are curses and they're even more developed because what, the, what you get involved in, you're submitted under the leadership of that involvement. And if that leadership is not good, if that leadership is evil, you too fall into that same evil because you're underneath it. And I say submit to the presence of God because we know the Holy Spirit is fully pure and holy and righteous. So God's power is always greater than the enemy's darkest hour. And that's one thing, too. Don't get intimidated by how dark the hour is because once you get intimidated by how dark the hour is, you'll start to lose sight of how great God's power is. See, that, that darkest hour means nothing to God. When, when he showed up over, over the darkness of the earth, the creation of all time, it was dark. It was without void. It, there was no shape to it. You may see, man, I don't see no way things are going to get better. I don't see any shape. I don't see any design for it. But God spoke and said, light be. He, he, he developed out of nothing, out of, of zero. It's God showed up, the darkest of dark, and God brought his power and produced light for all of mankind. There are plenty of people that believe in God, but they tend to stagger when it comes to depending on God. And my, my, my dad, and, and he ministered last Sunday, we were, we were just talking about this on, on, on Friday night, that, that so many people say they believe in God, but when it comes time to depend on God, they'd rather depend on other things and depend on their wisdom and depend on their knowledge and depend on what they can do. When God said, yeah, you can do all of those things, however, you may be in your problem longer than you should be. When I've called you to freedom, I have a better freedom. I have a better plan for you. And so don't, you know, don't get caught up in the fact of saying, well, I believe in God. But, but again, are you dependent on him? Are you trusting in God alone? 
You believe God can do it, but you're not allowing him to do it. Because you got to have your hands on it. you got to be in control. Uh, my, my youngest son has a great shirt, and it has a lot of video controls, and it says control freak. I, I would love, I'm going to have to wear that in one of the sermons one time just so everybody can see it. Paul and Silas set a standard that when darkness comes down, our praises should go up. Uh, when God is celebrated, darkness becomes a time for a move of God. It doesn't become a time to cry and, and get upset and be frustrated. It becomes a, a time for a move of God. Oh, man, things are dark. Things are going wrong. Here, God is about to move. God is about to move on our behalf. God is coming to show up. I'm going to believe. I'm going to trust God. Here's the standard. Let me lift up my voice. Let me praise my God because he's bigger than this darkness. He's bigger than this situation. With everything going on in our world today, without praise from the body of Christ, without praise from the body of Christ, this world will continue to grow in bondage. Without praise, if we're jumping on sides instead of jumping up to celebrate Jesus, the world's bondage will not change. In fact, it'll grow worse. We will enslave ourselves. We will, we will destroy ourselves. We'll become destructive. That's why anything that is not under the creator, the creator of life, usually pursues death in a violent way. We got people that are, that are just out there lost. And in the body of Christ, we must be praising Jesus, must give our hearts to God, give everything we know to God, and celebrating God, celebrating his goodness, celebrating his will, and, and when God is celebrated, there's a breakthrough for all mankind. It's everyone's breakthrough. So when you start thinking about what are you doing, are you jumping on sides? Are you trying to figure out what's what? And, and, and what God is saying is the only side there is is the story of Jesus' death, hell, and resurrection for us to share with the entire world. That's the only way they broke chains. Paul and Silas did not go in there and ask every criminal in that prison, what did you do wrong? I bet they put you in here for no reason. And, and started they didn't start a big fight a big problem no they praised their god and all the chains were broken well as a church we need to be praising our god to get the chains of anger change of people who are mad about something that happened generations ago and angry and walking around with this fury and fighting them what they need to do when they run into a believer is see them praising god and then we need to also share that with them they too can praise god and he will be their deliverer he will be their answers to all of their problems, not them. I can't fix my problems. I can't fix my family problems, but I can go to God, and God can. And when we put our stuff in the hands of God, he begins to be that. So the church is most effective in this world when we are sharing God's message and praising what God is doing to bring victory. That's a scary time. I, I've listened to a lot of believers talk about their political side. I, and I'll be honest with you, I don't care. I don't care because God is my victor. God is my government. It says, let the government of peace be upon Jesus' shoulder. Well, that's who I'm going to. That's, who, that's where we go. We celebrate God and him alone, and God brings the breakthrough. For everything, anything you think is unjust, anything you out of line, it should be going to God, not man. Man can't fix it, obviously. Man has had several years to try to fix it, but they can't because they're trying 
trying to do it without God. But the wisdom of God will come upon you and help you with loved ones, with relatives, with friends, with people around you. And so as the church, you know, and I'm taking the church, and if you you're not, I'm not coming to Christ yet, you just hang in there with us. But as the church, our mission is to praise and celebrate our God, knowing that our God is bigger than this. Again, it's one thing to believe God. It's a whole different thing when you depend on God and trust in him for all that he's doing. A lot of people believe in God. They just don't trust him. I don't trust them to do for them what they think they can do for themselves, you know? And, and then just to be honest, you didn't create you. God created you. So you go, you, unless you're going to change in the beginning, you created God and made him into your image. Well, I don't believe you did that. God created you and made you in his image. Therefore, that collection of obedience is what brings deliverance to our world. There's nothing like seeing a strong believer. And I, I even had people say to me, I'm just never going to believe. And I said, well, I'm sorry, you got to me too late to try to get me not to believe in what God has done in my life and not to believe that God created all of this. It's, it's too late for that. You think you're gone. I'm far gone into the kingdom of God. I'm far gone into believing who God is. He created all of this. It was nothing. Nothing was here, and God created everything. Amen. I, I like that. I love God. Let me, let me move on because I'm, I'm getting hung up here. In Joshua chapter 6, verse 1 through 5, probably the greatest battle ever is the, is the Jericho wall. It says, now, Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, see, I have given into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And you shall compass the city and all ye men of war and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And, and seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And seven days ye shall come past the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all of the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Now, Greatest thing about that, you don't see one knife, axe, whatever, weapon to hurt someone physically. You only see things of praise. You only hear about things of praise. God never instructed them that you're going to take your arrow and you're going to use this. And you're going to take your sword. And you're going to do this. He gave them weapons of praise to defeat this city. The only way we're going to defeat what's going on in our world now is to give God glory and praise and prayer and worship and praise to God. That's it. That's the only thing that's going to defeat this. We can go around and you can go try to change all the laws you want, but if you want the evil out of the people, you got to go to the God that defeated the devil. That's our God. He's the only one. That's where we go. So he's called us to a different way of warfare. Different way of warfare. I'm, I'm talking to you believers who are caught up politically and not spiritually. And I know it's not popular, but if you don't get on the right track, you can have all the benefits and all the power in the world, but you will show up at the wrong address trying to fix something. We need your prayer. We, I, I'm calling you because we need you to be in praise and prayer and worship mode rather than trying to debate with somebody about who's right or wrong. Let's just stick with the one we know is right. That's God. 
We know God is right. That's a, I love a sure thing. I love a sure God is a sure thing. And so we have to do that. So it is, he's never meant for us to fight according to the standards of this world. And God is like, God, we call him savage Jesus, right? Because Jesus gave us ability to fight that's not according to the rules of this world. You know, when the world wants to get angry, God says, be kind to them. Bless them that curse you. (laughs) Jesus, what kind of fight is that? That is the fight that's going to deliver you and that person. Otherwise, a fist fight, one of you win, one of you loses. And nobody gets delivered. And so God is saying we go about it a different way. He, he gives us a different fight plan. And this will confuse your enemy. So we will, rem- we will remove our message when we engage in battles of the world light, when we engage in battle of fight like the world fight. We lose our message. We, we lose it. The minute we start fighting like the world and then try to witness to the world, they're going to go like you were just shouting and screaming just like I was. Why would I listen to you? We're in the same place. And we got to show them that God has separated us from the things of the world in our heart, that our minds and our spirit is now grown to know that my God is going to take care of all of this. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to give whoever's in leadership. I'm going to pray that they're influenced by the spirit of God, because if they're not influenced by the spirit of God, the spirit of the enemy is waiting to direct them anyway. And it doesn't matter if you support them. If the enemy has a hold of their heart, they'll eventually turn on you, too. And we have to give them over to God each and every day. Lift up the leaders. Lift them up. I, and you know, if you, I'm just amazed that people say, you know, don't judge me. You know, God's still working on me. And yet we'll turn around and judge someone. It, 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 it's blowing my mind. Or say how evil someone is. The most evil person needs the most prayer. They need it more than anyone else. So God sent them into battle with marching orders and praise instructions not fighting strategies. Who does that? (laughs) Who does that? Except God knew how to win the fight. He knew how to bring forth victory. Uh, He knew that that it's not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities. Ephesians 6 12 says we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We don't fight that. That's not who we fight with. I, I don't have to fight with you. But if I get up every morning and give God my heart, give him my spirit, give him my mind, not that I'm going to be perfect all day, but I'm letting God know you have all of me whenever you want it. And I refuse to get in a battle in that way because I want him to get the victory. The victory is ours when the battle is the Lord's. Give it to God. You're trying to influence somebody who don't, you can't, you can scream all day, all day. It won't change. Fighting out of order will only make the problem grow bigger. I believe this with all my heart. If I get into a shouting match with someone and because I shout louder, just they're going to shout louder. It's just going to grow. And God says, don't wrestle with that flesh and blood. And guess who's flesh and blood that he's also talking about? Our own. And he says, quit wrestling with yourself. Quit trying to wrestle with how you should give your opinion. Quit wrestle with how you should say what you need to say. Quit wrestling with that. Not only not wrestle with their flesh and blood, but don't wrestle with yours. Let your spirit lead. And a lot of times people just point that toward the person they're opposing. They forget this flesh and blood is what's keeping you going. It's like, stop that. You know, he, God's way will bring deliverance and victory to everyone. That's what one of my uh, ultimate goals was to see not only me reach, but my enemies reached. And, and then I ultimately don't call them an enemy anymore because I want to see them experience the love of Christ. 
It's wild, right, to say that I got the love of God with me, but I can get angry enough to want to kill somebody. What, what love am I showing? And so God has called us to this. And, and again, we can sit around and talk about how bad this world is, but God has given us a responsibility to pray and celebrate him in the darkest of hours so that they can see how great his power is. In, in Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 6 through 9, it says, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. And, and just, just let me just stop right there for a second. God will speak to you immediately, and you need to obey immediately. You get a point where you start exercising delay. Your procrastination will lead to no prayer at all. Like people call you and say, hey, will you pray for me? Don't say, yeah, I'll do it later. You probably need to, and maybe you can't do it right there because you're all in the conversation, but the minute you hang up a phone, whatever, pray, even if it's just a silent prayer, to make sure you don't forget, to make sure you honor that obedience. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than, than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. The, here's the first way you can tell that somebody's out of line. They will start with, in my opinion. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> I want your opinion. Right? Is there people say, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. I'm thinking, I've seen the way you think. You probably need to save it. Here's what God is saying. Don't ever forsake what the Bible says. And I think we're in a time now where people want us to forsake what God says. To forsake it. Like, I can give you one that people get mad at you for saying. Vengeance is the Lord. They will get furious with you about that. <laughs> They'll try to take it out on you. But if God is going to be the one that gets vengeance, I just give it over to him. That means I don't have to get mad about it. I don't have to get stressed about it. My poor little heart can be okay and rest in what he's called me to do. But whatever I do, I cannot get off of what the Bible says. Heaven and earth will pass away. But he says, my word will never pass away. My word will never pass away. It will always be there until the very end. So you look at that God and he says, he says look, he wants you to, they want you to give up the word. They want you to give up the Bible. They want you to say the Bible doesn't make sense. It's crazy talk. God never meant for somebody who's unspiritually to understand it. That's why they need to come to the kingdom of king of kings and send John 3, 3, except the man be born again. He can't even see the things of God. He can't even comprehend it, but he can see in man the things of God working. When we lift up our hearts and lift up praise and we, we glorify God. So God gives us victory in steps. And it is through, those, through, the, through obedience that brings spiritual victory. See, it's not trying to give you a way to, for your boss to die <laughs> or for someone that you're mad at to have a bad situation. That's not, you know, I, I've heard people pray that. I just hope something happens to them. And God says, no, something needs to happen to you and happen in you. You need to be praying for that person. For, for me to deal with their heart, for me to bring deliverance to them. I know they're mean. I know they're, they're, they're bad. They're out of touch. But I put you there for a reason. You're in their life for a person. That's, that's where you learn spiritual warfare is when you learn how to praise God in the situation. I said last, last week that you, we praise God. We thank God for the problem, for the promises, and we thank him in the problems. When you are in the middle of a problem, that's when you should be thankful. God didn't bring it, but be thankful in it. 
Be, be thankful. Give that praise because that's what's going to bring you out of it. When you learn how to be content, that God, thank you for the breath that I breathe. Things may not be all going my way, but I know one thing's going my way. I'm alive. I got that to celebrate. And you, you bring that closer to God. So we, we want to make sure. I want to make sure I get these things to you before I get too far into that. So my belief will drive my behavior. And completely trusting in God keeps me from entering into battles, battle plans that are designed by man. Think about it. If you're fighting a battle that man designed, it is not, it's only going to end in more battles. That's why we had wars that went on for years. Because man had battle plans instead of trusting God. Believers should never borrow the world's message because it doesn't come with a direction from God's spirit. And what, what's the world saying? That's not your message. Borrowed beliefs have no power and borrowed missions instills no conviction or passion for making a difference. That if you, you look at it today, the beliefs that people are having today, it ain't to make a difference. It's just to make things look different. It's, it's, there's no, they're not trying to be difference makers. They just want it to look different to them and for their benefit. Don't borrow their message. Don't borrow their problems. You got enough of your own. <laughs> the Bible says take no thought for tomorrow. You got enough. You need to deal with your day. And so be able to go with that. Here's, here's, here's the last thing. Anybody can do their best. God helps us do better than our best. You know what I mean? And so if you sit around saying, it's the best I could do, you know, I lost my temper. That is the best you can do. But God, if you let God in, he'll do better than that best. He'll take you from that and give you an overcomer. Okay, okay, I'm running out of time, I'm running out of time. Hey, I got to pray for you guys because I want you to be good warriors. We're in the army of the Lord. So I want you guys bow your heads right where you are. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray for everyone that's hearing me today and the sound of my voice. And, and maybe they've been in a fight. Maybe they've been in a battle where they get caught up. Maybe they got that one relative that, that just pushes their button. I, I pray for that button to be deactivated right now. And, and when, it, when they try to push on it, they're just going to hear the praise of God. They're going to hear the worship of God. They're going to hear the body of Christ corporately worshiping and breaking chains, breaking chains off citizens, breaking chains off policemen, breaking chains off our leadership in every form and fashion because we're not sitting here borrowing the world's message. We got a message that Jesus said if you would come after me you never hunger you never thirst again god we thank you for we present ourselves like you told your disciples you feed them you feed them i'll break the bread but you're gonna pass it out father strengthen us to pass out praise about our god Strengthen us to pass out the goodness about our God. Strengthen us to pass out that if you would just trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Commit your ways to God. He will deliver. He will deliver. Lord, I know you're able, and I receive it. I receive it over our world. I receive it over our land. I know they have a report, but I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I pray that right now we're strengthened to think on things that are lovely, just, and of a good report. I pray that for anyone out there that doesn't know you, that they come to know you. We welcome them, Lord Jesus, into the family, and that they are blessed with eternal life. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.